Welcome, everybody. My name is Carl Carafel, joined alongside the Chris Parrish, and this is Turnbuckle Talk, episode number 280. It's been absolutely freaking amazing. Thank you to everyone who comes by and sees and watches this as we go live here on twitch.tv slash lovewrestlingca where you guys can actually interact with us during the live broadcast if you are listening to this afterwards whether it's on turnbuckle studios or on any podcatcher that is out there leave a comment hit that like button subscribe and ring that bell perish Thank you for coming back here with me again this week. I'm glad that you got the opportunity and the chance to do so again. How are you? I'm good. And first off, thank you again for having me. This is always fun to, uh, you know, I, I don't know if it's raid, but just also join other people <laughs> and just have fun and then uh, get to talk some wrestling with different people, especially someone like you who is also a, a worker or has worked in the, in the ring a performer so it's always nice because it's a different element of conversation i find it definitely is and what's really nice about having somebody else here with me as well is it actually gives me an opportunity once in a while for me to take a drink of my non-sponsored dr pepper that's right non-sponsored right now yeah hopefully that will change I, I keep i keep getting a hold of them on twitter i mean that twitter machine i keep i keep sending out why am i not sponsored yet maybe maybe one day we will be sponsored question for you though yeah what happens if mr pib wanted to sponsor you who mr pib it's like the the state's version or knockoff version of dr pepper again who <laughs> Just say there is no Mr. Pib. There is no Dr. Thunder. Then none of that shit. It is the Dr. Pepper all the way through and through. And if you guys have not tried the Dr. Pepper plus cream soda, do yourself a favor. Go and grab yourself some of that as well. Even if it's just a 12 pack of it, you will not be disappointed. I absolutely loved it. It's getting harder and harder to find. So if you can't find it, grab it while you can sponsorships are an amazing thing and it's a great way for creators to be able to have some support from the company there's been a little bit of kind of sponsorship i guess that's going on and happening right now as well with the wwe this is this is what i was telling you about that i said i'm gonna kind of throw in there and not tell you about right now okay as it turns out the wwe and nbc universal have teamed up and they've teamed up with nascar okay so they are actually helping promote SummerSlam's premier live event to nascar race fans who are going to be tuning in to Sunday's Eminem Fan Appreciation 400 race. And Corey Lajoie's number seven car is going to feature two of the WWE's uh, biggest stars, I guess you could say. And they're going to be prominently featured on the hood. We're talking Roman Reigns 
and Brock Lesnar. First off, hey, hey, Astrid, I love you, girl. How are you? Oh, good to see you. Thank you for coming by. I mean, it's great, though. A guy that used to play Canadian football against a guy who's now Canadian. I mean. <laughs> right? Like, come on. But, but like, like this is this is something really cool. And this is something that has really um, not happened for a while. And I'm so glad that Pluggo is here to experience this with us right now. And a hello to you too, Pluggo. Thank you for stopping in. Just as Astrid always has wrestling to help her, I have a little bit of the business side with these like sponsorships that I see that come up like this. And I, I know the WWE has done this before where they've, they've featured on NASCAR and stuff like that. And I think that it's absolutely fantastic. Feel better, Pluggo. Definitely 100%. Um, we don't need to go into details about what's going on, but just know that uh, he could use your good vibes, your prayers, your out to the universe, whatever it is that you give. Let's throw some of that over to Pluggo. Parrish, what do you think of when you see stuff like this happening the wwe capitalizing on a different market to be able to do some promotional work well first off it's always good to try something new and to do some which i don't know if it's new because i'm pretty sure they've done something in the past like i go back and remembering uh spark plug thurman holly and i think they did some nascar stuff in the past with that yeah i'm old people we get it moving on uh but uh, no, like it's always cool. And I think too, like I know you're out in Ontario, I'm out in Alberta yeah. and I can tell you like NASCAR and that stuff is just becoming more and more popular as we go on. Um, right. I hear more about it on the radio, more people are wanting to buy the merch. I'm seeing the merch a lot more at stores. So I think it's one of those things that's becoming more popular. Therefore, WWE is attaching themselves on because they want to be more pop friendly. Let's be honest. Like you right. always want to be that company that people are talking about. That's cool, which hasn't always been this, the case for WWE, but now they're in. Yeah, F one is blowing up. Like it is, right. like cruising past everyone. Pun intended. Uh, <laughs> Noob, I'm doing very well. I've been doing great. Thank you for coming in and and shouting out your comment. I appreciate it. But yeah, like Astrid even saying that her sister is getting into F1 racing and a lot of females, there's a lot of females mm -hmm. there. So it's, it's, it's not that it's, it's just like Astrid says, it's a good marketing strategy. So, I mean, like, it's not like it's just, uh, you know, like directed towards, you know, the 18 to 35 male population, especially when you're having females that are going to these because there are female drivers that they are supporting as well like it's well, just it's brilliant well we can't forget danica patrick who yeah like right? is the, probably the most famous female uh, race car driver to date um and you know just kicking the doors open to just the gender of women in general but it's one of those things too like we're seeing a lot of progress just from f1 more so in yeah. a lot of other sports 
Yes. Um, they're, just be, they're just ahead of the curve. And it's hilarious because their curve only goes left. Um, but... <laughs> So, but yeah, no, it, it's cool because not only do we get to see like, you know, a little bit more marketing, you know, in places that we're not used to, um, we're, we're just going to see the WWE name a lot more often. And it, it, you know, you go back to when you wanted a Slurpee and you saw 7-Eleven and you right. saw everyone but CM Punk on the, on the glass, but no. It, it, or you cool. tried to go and get that CM Punk cup and yeah. it was gone. Yeah, He's but like there. when you're kids, though, you want to get that merchandise because you think it's cool. And you're when you're a wrestling fan, you you're a hoarder. You collect everything, so it's cool if you can get like a checkered fanny pack that has Roman Reigns on it. I'm I'm one of those hoarder collectors. <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly have totes that uh, haven't even been unpacked in over a year with just wrestling crap. Inside of it, <laughs> Ed. Good to see you, my friend. We've got Ed. We've got Astrid in here as well. Make sure that you guys are staying for the double feature tonight that starts at 10 p.m., where we are going to have Zach and I believe Ella J. There as well. Oh, it's just no, no. Just, just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Don't you stomp all over me like this. This is my show. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. The double feature tonight, which is going That's to have Zach and Ella J. Joan Soda. There we go. Peace. <laughs> We're going to be talking NWA Power, the show that is happening tonight. They're going to be talking all about that. And then... Oh, that's right. We are going to have Ed and Astrid as they talk some NXT. They're going to spill a little NXT as they talk about NXT with... That's right. Parrish, who's going to be on the show as well, just as he was last week. This has become Parrish Week once again. <laughs> Astrid. Oh. See, I wasn't trying to put myself over. I was trying to let you know that there is actually no power out tonight. Really? Yeah. I was trying to help oh, you out and not make you doesn't look. matter. See, yeah. Doesn't matter. They 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 need to check out Power Out anyways. Oh, they one hundred percent. You should. You got Zach and Ella J killing it every single Tuesday when they talk about Power Out, and the NWA is just killing it right now anyway. So, so and 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 I mean, still the double feature can be there. You know how? <laughs> you can always go back and check out old episodes. That's right. At twitch.tv slash lovewrestlingca. So you're still going to get a double feature because you probably have not seen last week's Power Out. So go and check it out after you have seen NXT. Well, well and not right now because you're busy watching this show. That's I mean, right. No, now, that's why I said after you've watched I mean, NXT. I mean, right? I mean, we fully, we fully support the binge watching here at Love Wrestling. Oh, Pluggo. Sounds like a Thursday's fight. <laughs> Yeah, 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 it does. Yeah, can I bring the giant fist? Yes, <laughs> please do. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, yes, one of I the tried. best Daniel Bryan quotes ever. Yeah, we're all about fisting. <laughs> Speaking of fisting, oh no. <laughs> 
no, 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 no. <laughs> we are not going to go that far just yet. What are you, Jones? Just do we have to yet. Drink on here. Okay. As Parrish has his drink of Jones soda. What is that one? Is that one a root beer? Oh, yeah. No, I, I bought the pack of root beer for this time, and then I'll, I'll buy oh. a different flavor. I bought too many. I bought four packs. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> but thankfully, it cost me less than 50 bucks. So I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I mean, you know what Joe, else? Go ahead. Yeah. It's just a good deal. Right? I mean, right? I, I, I will 100% put it out there. I pay $1.25 per bottle at the place that I get it at. And normally, I know the manager of the store, so the manager will actually keep like 12 packs aside for me without putting them out onto the shelf because this time around, all of them were out on the shelf and it was a hell of a time for me to try to get all of those uh, upstairs to my house here. It was... Do you just go to places and be like, hey, do you have off-sale of Jones? <laughs> no, no, I don't even do that. No, I don't even do that. Uh, kind of Astrid, I'm not going to be alive for NXT <laughs> people like this. You'll be alive, I swear. But they're only $1.25 a bottle. Right? I, mean, I swear. That's nothing compared to what I know you guys are spending over uh, between two beers. <laughs> right? You didn't leave just enough. You <laughs> left more than enough in the budget for me to go and get some Jones. <laughs> yeah, that like comfy couch that's over at Love Wrestling, we found some change and we got ourselves some of that Jones soda. <laughs> right? <laughs> I am, I'm very much so interested in this next topic here and it's something that i've always kind of been interested in i love being able to sit down and watch interviews that are happening uh between people i, I mean i normally i don't even care what it is unless it's like maybe country music because i'm not the biggest country music fan but if alan jackson's there you're damn right i'll be watching um but i'm, I'm talking the stone cold podcast right now okay the next edition of the stone cold podcast is going to be with Sammy Zane. Ooh. Right? Yeah. Ooh. So Astrid is talking about if she keeps laughing like this, I I swear, I swear if Sammy is in character even for half of this show that 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 he's going to do with Stone Cold, all of our guts are going to freaking burst. I swear it. I'm excited for this, though. What do you think? I hope he dances on the table like he did when he was in those jackets. Like, that would be terrific. Right? There's a, there's a video where he's doing that as he's coming out. It'd be so great. And I, and, and I want there to be some sort of little spot where Sammy is... Because Sammy can be very high-strung in his character. I want that there is some point where Stone Cold either either offers him a shot to calm him down or says, I think you're drunk enough already. You, you're cut off or something like that. Right. Because Sammy Zayn obviously has that comedic style that he can work. He's got the very um, serious style that he can work as well. But mm -hmm. this side of Sammy Zayn that we've been seeing lately 
is absolutely phenomenal and I love it. And I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. This is going to be fantastic. I think what's, what's the, what's a one match in WWE involving Sami Zayn that you, that you need to see that you haven't seen yet that you still need to see. Honestly, probably a lot of them because I don't watch a lot of WWE. That's, no, like, that's the problem. At the very like, least, you can go to the network or you can go on YouTube and watch a lot <laughs> of stuff. Yeah, you can. Yeah. But like, there's still a lot of guys he hasn't fought yet. And it's just, it would just be amazing to see Zane kind of be like, I, I honestly think the guy needs to win a money at the bank at some point. Right. I fully agree with that. Like, KO is the Rumble guy. Whereas he's Sami Zayn is the money in the bank guy, if that makes sense to you. Yes, yes, that de- that def- definitely does make sense. I'm gonna see if I can get this to work here for a minute because we are on Twitch, so this shouldn't uh, this shouldn't really make too too much of a difference here. Uh, I don't know if this is gonna work there. I might have to do this here. Live television, people. Live television. That is what we are dealing with right now. But we're going to get get this done because I have not watched this yet. I have not seen this yet. And I think that this is going to be absolute gold. So uh, let's go here. See, this is stuff that just happens because, I mean, like I didn't even have this queued up or nothing. So this is just this is just fluency. This is just how it's going. So now let's uh, let's see. Is that this is up here? Perfect. So let's take a look here. I'm here with my next guest on the Broken Skull Sessions, the master strategist, Sammy Zane. Sammy, what I got for you today is thirty second shot clock. All right, I'll ask you a phrase or a question. Man, all right. Are you ready? Let's do it. Here we go. Favorite Seinfeld character, Kramer. Dream opponent, Steve Austin. <laughs> Actually, Bret Hart. Hell yeah, Ooh. I love it. Favorite vegan dinner? Oh, I don't know. Vegan pizza. There you go. Favorite band? Uh, all time, let's say the Beatles. Wow. Yeah. Favorite WWE match? Uh, it's a rib because you are here, but it's probably Bret Hart versus Stone Cold WrestleMania 13. <laughs> you are the man. <laughs> Favorite book? Um, favorite book uh, let's See, say uh, empire of illusions by chris hedges there you go yeah never heard of it <laughs> favorite, <laughs> favorite wwe rivalry uh gotta be kevin owens right awesome yeah <laughs> all-time favorite movie pulp fiction it took 51 seconds oh, yeah. i'm just trying to keep it tight my next guest on the broken skull sessions do not miss it oh so there you go. That I hadn't seen that, and I'm glad that I did because that's uh, that's that's amazing. Yeah, Sammy is such a treasure, just like Astrid says. And we do need yeah. to protect him at all costs. So yeah, a little impromptu uh, video watch there, but I'm glad that we did because yeah. So you you can you can kind of you can kind of see that Sammy can play that 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 character that you know psychotic whatever you know uh, comedic character but when it comes down to things Sami Zayn is just like you and I 
But yeah, and, a regular guy. And he was the first person to be allowed to say AEW and WWE TV. Right? Right? There, okay, so I, I've said this before, and I will definitely say it again. Yes, noob. Yes. Um, the WrestleMania 38 match with Johnny Knoxville, I, I think was good. It definitely was. It did have that good comedic uh, aspect, and it was funny. Everything was was amazing with that. Some of the you know hokey spots that they did with some of the uh, the things, well, maybe you know, I know different, but it, it definitely was good. And I, I, I've said it before; I'll say it again. In in this business, I don't think that there are any two better people that can play these type of comedic roles right now than Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. And you even heard Sammy talk about, you know, opponent Kevin Owens, rivalry Kevin Owens. Yeah, of course. Right? They just... And two Canadian boys. And they just work so well together and they can really feed off of each other when it comes to that comedic... I'm excited about this, dude. Well, I think it's going to be a great thing because I've always said Sami Zayn. One of the reasons why WWE was okay letting a guy like Christian Cage go was because they had the mindset of Sami Zayn still. I always thought that losing Christian, the biggest loss was his mind for the mm-hmm. for the business. Um, but I'm okay because Sami Zayn is still there. And I think Sami Zayn is our generation's Christian um, I think he yeah. might not be the world title guy that we think. I think he might get some later at the very later stages of his career. Right. As kind of like the, yeah, you, you deserve it kind of a thing. Right. I agree but with that. You're going to make everyone better. And we need guys like that in order to have this functioning machine because you're seeing Sami Zayn, you're seeing everyone who has gotten a push to Roman Reigns or, you know, like even say Seth Rollins or, you know, somebody in the main event scene, they usually pretty much has gone through Sami Zayn at some point in their career. Right? Because Sami Zayn's that workhorse. Sami Zayn can work with absolutely anybody and make it look good. Whether it's, you know, somebody big like a Roman Reigns or whether it's somebody small like a Rey Mysterio. He just knows how to work. And then let's not forget that match he had where he threw out his shoulder against John Cena, which was absolutely amazing. Like that performance was, I mean, we can talk about, you know, this year's like Cody in the hell in a cell and talk about how gutsy of a performance that is. But when you know you're hurt going into something and when you get injured during yeah, and you still go like he knows. You know you're hurt, like you're hurt. You know something's not right, and you're just like, screw it, I'm going anyway. And right? like, man, that shows a completely different side of heart, will, character, just tenacity, and just you know that's an it factor. Oh yeah, you know, for that performer, and it's just inspiring to see. And then again, I mean, let's never forget that instant classic. Shinsuke Nakamura NXT. Oh my god! <laughs> right, right. Still, uh, for corporate Joe, like in his top three, guaranteed. 
yeah, like he he watched that matchup continuously over and over and over. He's probably watched it 30, 40 times because it's that damn good. It's that damn good. Holy shit. He's in a video game. And I don't like it. I know other people do. But I'm not a fan of this. Logan Paul is in WWE 2K22. He's in a DLC pack. The whole damn pack is what it's called. So if you want to play as Logan Paul, I don't know why you would want to, but if you wanted to play as Logan Paul, there's your opportunity too. It has just been finalized that Logan Paul and The Miz will be having a match at SummerSlam. Uh, I'm not a fan of the Pauls, either one. I am not a fan of this social media famous bullshit that goes on. I'm not a fan of it. I never have been. Maybe, maybe, maybe my mind will change on that if all of you make me social media famous and I start making their kind of money. Maybe that might change. Until then, I'm just not a fan of this. Now, I do know that he can work. Like, he actually, he can he can do some good stuff, right? And he has been training. That I know and I get. I'm just not a fan of this whole social media thing. Um, Parrish, what do you think of Logan Paul working the Miz at WrestleMania or at uh, SummerSlam? See, I'm okay with a one-off on SummerSlam as long as it generates numbers. And I can I, I look at SummerSlam very much like WrestleMania now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sold for the long term of a Logan Paul contract. Okay. I've been proven wrong many times before, and I know I will. I'm hoping I will. But there's still something about Logan Paul versus The Miz that I'm just like, no, these guys are way better together than they would be a rival. And if that's the case, Logan Paul should not be the babyface. Right? Right? And if he is the babyface, then The Miz is a Hall of Famer this coming year. I think he should be already. Personally. I was never really a big fan of The Miz in the beginning. I absolutely love The Miz now and everything that he has done for the business I think is fantastic. I mean, again, even like Astrid saying here, bring back Bad Bunny. Right? Who Who is Bad Bunny working with? Well, yeah, like, I don't see like that's right? just the, like I don't know like there there's a a level of I want to say believability with some guys like there are, are some guys you just look and be like I don't think you're gonna last five seconds with that guy and right. we we've all probably been guilty of like just assuming that like okay if you know this guy and that guy fought like it's gonna be done 
you know, ask the guys involved and their egos are going to tell you totally different things that they're both going to win. But besides the point, it, it's one of those things where I think we always do that when we watch wrestling and we're just like, oh my God. I mean, there's no way Omos can like lose to, you know, Angelo Dawkins. And then they have Angelo Dawkins win by a disqualification. And then you're like, right. Okay. Well, that, that makes sense. Um, but, but with that being said, it's like, I, I, I don't, really go to bed wanting to see bad bunny or logan paul wrestle and dreaming that i have absolutely no problem with them helping out the product though because this is an entertainment company that happens to do pro wrestling and people need to remember that they're entertainment first and with that being just said, like astrid saying yeah she says having any of the polls as a marketing strategy or be dope strategy but don't bring them often either make it a sort of special when they show but yeah um, like we were saying kind of off screen with the tyson being one of the most prolific athletes of our time i mean we've kind of turned away necessarily from marketing top athletes necessarily and we put more focus on you know influencers and youtubers and yeah people from tiktok and all that stuff so i mean if those are the people that you've grown up watching i can understand why the following is there and that following is going to come see your shows pay money to see your shows when they're in their town so i mean i get it like no, everyone always looks at how much money you made and they never ask where the money's coming from right so true true that is coming up and happening at SummerSlam. That much we know. I want to talk a little, little bit about something SummerSlam as well that I found to be really, really interesting before we take our break here. Um, so SummerSlam back in 1992 happened where? That was at the Wembley Stadium. Okay. No longer around, by the way. No longer around, right? So now, 30 years later, a 30th anniversary screening of SummerSlam 90, 1992 will take place in the shadow of Wembley Stadium on Monday, August 22nd. Hooked on Wrestling and for Mental Home Entertainment have announced that they have teamed up for an exclusive screening of SummerSlam 1992, which will take place at the Box Park Wembley, a venue in the shadow of Wembley Stadium on the 22nd of August, which is a Monday. I think that that is amazing like that why not like this is beautiful right now 30 years and this is the the i believe the only time that SummerSlam. i think this is the only time that a, a, a pay-per-view from the wwe up until uh, i mean up until i think recently they've had a few more but the, they had never gone over there to do pay-per-views especially any of the big four. So for a 30th anniversary, I think that that's awesome. And I think that yes, 
Toronto should probably do the same thing. Once the uh, was is it going to be? Oh, I can't even remember now. For WrestleMania six. Yeah. So that'd be nineteen ninety. I think so. So then it would be passed. It would be passed for thirty years. It would be passed. Do it for thirty-five. Do it for forty. Do something. Sell tickets at five bucks a pop. Let everybody come in and see the show that happened in the spot that you're sitting in right now. Ten dollars a pop. I don't care. Something. I think for a lot of us older generation, that would be such a nostalgia trip. And get a hold of the WWE and say, hey, this is what we're doing. Who can you send? And have some special appearances happen. Like, it'd be you cool know? if Harry Smith was down for that. I'm going to, I'll say that one. Oh, yes. Yes. Um, um, even like, I don't know, like outside of Brett versus Bulldog, which was just a classic, <laughs> instant classic uh, for the Intercontinental title, which, I mean, what was your favorite match outside of that on that show? I will be honest. I don't remember any others. Because I believe Shawn Michaels. Uh, I want to say Shawn Michaels and I want to say Rick Martell had a match on that show. Okay. And I think that's that show. But I like I remember the match. I honestly just don't remember where it was. But I'm pretty sure that was it. But I remember that match standing out to me as well. Um, oh, geez. But like I remember, yeah, man, like that was bad. Like man, that was one of the best times to love tag team wrestling too. Just from a an entertainment aspect, like we don't get the entertainment from a tag division like they used to do back then. So how hey. how's 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 this for a tag team match then? On that show, <laughs> you had the Legion of Doom, Hawk and Animal with Paul Elring. Yeah. Defeating Money Inc., mm-hmm. Ted DiBiase and IRS, who had Jimmy Hart in their corner. How did I not remember that? That was for the tag titles, if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, no. No? Who no, neither one of them were champions. Who are the tag titles? Natural Disasters were. There we go. I just remember how shiny and how like gold those right? titles used to always be. And I was like, ooh, I like gold. <laughs> <laughs> warrior savage was yeah. on that show taker kamala was on that show holy shit how did i forget some of these uh too many undiagnosed concussions that's how too many of those john soder wow. brothers brother <laughs> right <laughs> oh my goodness i'm just i'm super happy that they're doing this um this is you don't see this. You don't hear about shit like this happening. And I think it's absolutely amazing that this does happen and it should happen more often in my opinion, but that's just me. And I was right. It was Rick Martell and Shawn Michaels ended. Yes. In yep. a count out with uh count sensational out. Sherry, who yep, is still Sherry. Of, a goat. Let's just say a goat. Right. And it was a double D double count out. Yeah. Yeah, like, jeez. 
Jay's Louise. How did we? Yeah, I'm glad you remembered something from that. I had to look it up. Thanks, Wikipedia, for helping me out. <laughs> the crush against Repo Man. I loved it. Which was right? so funny because Repo Man and Money Inc. never like became like anything together and it just made all the sense in the world. Right? It did. Especially when you had IRS. I'm like, that's just like the evolution of what like the American dream really was for most people. <laughs> right? It was. It was to be that 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 numbers man that uh, you know was able to make that paycheck and have yeah. you know all that money and be able to take it home at the end of the night. Yeah, yeah. Nails, nails defeating Virgil. Yeah, I I was I was a fan of nails. Hundred percent, I was. The, just something about that character was like, yep, I gravitated. And if oh uh, you, you wrestled in Canada in the last 50 years, you probably wrestled on a show with Virgil. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Virgil. Literally. Yeah. Literally. Where's the repo man now? <laughs> As we talk about repossession and money, we are going to take a quick break here so that we can hear from some of our sponsors. So please stay tuned, stick with us as we bring you some more Turnbuckle Talk right after this break. Support for Turnbuckle Talk as heard on Love Wrestling is brought to you by Manscaped. Who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world? Manscaped. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped just launched their fourth-generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. You heard that right, the 4.0. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code LOVEWRESTLING at manscaped.com. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Wrestling, a love and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand, the wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and Elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow, and this is Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. The official Turnbuckle Studio shop is open. Official merchandise from all the favorite shows, plus merchandise you can only find here. Stuff from Turnbuckle Studios. Carl Carafel unboxes. The Boar's Nest with Bubba Duke. Miscellaneous products that you can only find here. Beats and beat downs, and turnbuckle talk. 
Find all this merchandise exclusively at carlcarafel.redbubble.com. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, the shop is back open. So make sure that you're going and checking that out. Purchase yourself one of these Turnbuckle Talk shirts or any of the other merchandise that you see there, whether it's a hat, t-shirt, stickers, there's uh, mugs, coffee mugs there, there's water bottles, there's a whole plethora of stuff for you to go and check out there. And you heard about Manscaped and that promo code Love Wrestling that gets you 20% off and free worldwide shipping. Check out manscaped.com. And of course... My good friend Al Snow started Collar and Elbow Brand quite a few years ago now, 2018, I believe it was. And I still have original merchandise from them. They've revamped their sites and redone their clothing line that they have. And go and check that out. CollarandElbowBrand.com. While you're there, use the promo code JKPODCAST and get yourself 10% off your entire purchase not only are you saving money but a little bit of that kicks back to us here as well and helps support this show so to everyone who has in the past or will in the future make a purchase from color and elbow brand i thank you we're gonna move on here to something that i am thankful for as well and that is ring of honor ring of honor is Coming back, thank you, Tony Khan, for purchasing Ring of Honor and not just allowing the 20 years to go by the wayside. And we are coming back with Death Before Dishonor. I am super excited for this show, and we just had a major match announced for this that I I just saw today. I don't know, Parrish, if you've seen it uh, over the last couple of days. Um, or if it was only today as well that you saw it. But we're talking Jonathan Gresham with Tully Blanchard, the Ring of Honor champion, taking on Claudio Castanoli. My God, this is going to be a matchup for the freaking ages. I don't think that I've ever seen the two of them work together before. Parrish, have you? And what are your thoughts on this match? No, because the first time I heard about Jonathan Gresham, Cesaro, yeah, he was Cesaro. He was in WWE. So um, if they ever did anything, it would have been very early um, and probably on a scene that I was not following. Um, But yeah, I mean... I like this because I think when I when I saw Claudio go back or leave WWE and go back to the name Claudio Casanoli debut for AEW, I'm like this guy is a get for Ring of Honor because that's where we know him. Um, and we know that he was never Ring of Honor World Champion, and now that he is a completely, I mean that's true. I mean, Astrid saying that Parrish called it out on Sidecast last week that this matchup was going to happen. So, well, I mean, I just like the topic of who who we think Gresham is going to face, and I was like, well, I mean, Moxley or maybe maybe even Claudio. Like, I just thought like the Blackpool, like one of those guys, right? Like, would just make sense. And then right. 
boom, it happened. And no, we're not talking about that. Boom, baby. We're talking to, but, uh, so it was, I mean, I'm just excited because ring of honor always put on great matches, great matches with people that can wrestle. And this is going to be none different because Jonathan Gresham is a workhorse and we all know Claudio, um, he breeds the horses so <laughs> like right he has a yeah so i mean it's going to be fantastic and it's just going to blow blow so many things out of the water <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad you continued on with that because it's not just going to blow it's not going to be bad it's not going to be you know it's no. going to suck this is going to be absolutely fantastic and just blow up the world mm. is what's going to happen I mean, it's going to swing you into a different stratosphere. That's what it's going to do. <laughs> I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. The rest of this card actually looks really good, too. I don't know if you've uh, seen the entire card, but I'm going to kind of go through it here super quick for everyone. So we're going to also have the Ring of Honor World Television Champion, Samoa Joe mm-hmm. versus Jay Lethal. Now, Jay Lethal is going to have Sanjay Dutt. And Satman Singh at ringside with him. Going to be a singles matchup that mm, there may be some nefarious action that goes on during this. Another great matchup that's going to happen. Um, pure wrestling rules match for the ROH Pure Championship. Wheeler Yuta, our champion, taking on Daniel Garcia. That's going to be an absolute banger of a matchup if you have seen anything from either one of those two you know that it's going to be something special two out of three falls matchup for the ring of honor world tag team championships we are going to have ftr cash wheeler and dax harwood the champions versus the briscoe brothers mark and jay briscoe Two out of three falls. Lots can happen in that. And I'm wondering if before this pay-per-view actually um, actually happens. I mean, it's happening July 23rd. So I wonder if they may kind of add some stipulations into those uh, uh, three different falls, right? And I'm sure that we're going to get to the third matchup between the two of them in this night. I'm excited to see this and I'm, I'm wondering if they're going to throw some steps in there as well. Maybe like some gimmick matches in there and then the women's match, the singles matchup for the ROH women's world championship. Uh, we're, we're looking Mercedes Martinez, our champion for ring of honor, taking on Serena Deeb. two women that are veterans in the business going head-to-head, toe-to-toe for the ROH Women's World Championship. Astrid saying this whole card, absolute fire, straight fire. Yes, it is. Give me your thoughts on this card here, Parrish. Well, I mean, that's just it. Like, it's it's a sh- like if we're going to ignite into something, we might as well ignite to one of the hottest shows in the summer. Um, and yeah, like that is death before dishonor in 2022. Um, Serena Deeb is on a massive streak of brilliance lately. And 
I think it would be a shame if she doesn't walk out the champion because I think this is somebody that you want to build a division around. However, I can't fathom taking the title off Mercedes Martinez. So, like, already I'm already invested in this match because you want to see somebody win, yet you don't want to see somebody lose. But you know the match is going to be good, so all you're going to do is just be like, okay. Right. Full, we're good. Um, But, I mean... And then on top of that, you have Wheeler Yuta and Danny Garcia. And if you right. want to see two young professional wrestlers absolutely steal a show, I think these two very well could. And it's just absolutely amazing to see kind of the evolution and the growth that these two have had since they've, you know, just been brought to the scene on AEW. And then now, you know, getting that time with Wheeler Yuta as that peer champion, like, it's just been very, very nice to see. We yeah. have Samoa Joe, who I think everyone knows is, I mean, the longest reigning, I think, Ring of Honor World Champion. I believe so. Um, I believe so, yeah. The, he is the guy that made it a world title. And he yes. did it the old school way by defending it all over the world. That is how a world title is created, people. Yep. Just just a little fun <laughs> fact. Against one of probably the best men, and we'll I know we'll talk about him a little bit later, but I mean Jay Lethal carried Ring of Honor in a completely different time, and it's yes. amazing to see him still kind of there. And I think when you think of Ring of Honor and you know Jay Lethal is around, I mean, it's hard not to have Jay Lethal be the guy fighting for the Ring of Honor world title. And I'm then getting to this, which I think is going to be a classic. I don't think it needs a stipulation. Just give it all the time in the world because these are two tag teams that are just going to absolutely redefine what tag team wrestling means to the people who thought they knew and then no longer know anymore, whether it's from WWE. And yes, I'll even say it AEW because I don't think either one of those companies has hit a home run on consistent tag team wrestling lately, but these two teams, all they do is hit home runs when it comes to tag team wrestling. We're talking about the Briscoes who embody Ring of Honor, who embody like that style, that independent style against, I think, the best hold for hold tag team of all time, and that is FTR. <laughs> And these guys are just going to put not only put up a clinic, but they're going to, you know, expand this clinic and they're going to take over the world with this clinic because, you know, their science that's held within said clinic is going to change the world. And then you have the main event. Right. Claudio Casanoli. Again. It's Jonathan Gresham and these guys like are joy. Just when you think you don't have any left, these guys are basically energy drinks with breath, and they're just going to absolutely kick your testosterone or whatever you have. Your just every own and like <laughs> ounce of energy you have in your body, and it's just going to do multiple 360s of excitement because they're just going to tear the house down. And then, just like Wembley Stadium in 30 years, and the Ashes will talk about how great their show is. 
I think we definitely will. And I mean, even even though there's only five matches on this card, this is stacked to the freaking rafters. It is stacked. This is going to be really interesting, and I'm I'm excited to watch this. Um, this is going to be Claudio's first match in Ring of Honor in over ten years. Like that makes things even more special. Ten years he has not been in Ring of Honor, and now he's back to fight for that world championship. They say the things go come full, full circle. I'm really hoping that this is full circle for Claudio. Yeah. That all the time that he spent there before has now come full circle to allow him that Ring of Honor World Championship. I mean, wouldn't it be nice if everyone in that group was a champion at, at- like you got Moxley, the AW World Champion. You could have Claudio as the Ring of Honor World Champion. Maybe Brian, uh, Brian Danielson could be the New Japan Pro Wrestling Champion, and then you have Wheeler right. Yuta as your pure pure champion. Like, hello, <laughs> right? You want to talk about solidifying this group as the best faction in the world? Just have four champions in. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Wow. Now, when we talk about things that are the best in the world, people usually say, who's the best wrestler in the world? Or "Who who's the best wrestler ever? Captain Insano. Captain Insano is definitely right on that list, just below the name that's usually thrown out there. And no, it's not Hulk Hogan. People Bart usually Gun. say... Bart and people usually <clears throat> people usually say Ric Flair. Oh yeah, right. I know you forgot about Rick. We've all like at Bertha Faye too. Like, geez. oh, I loved Bertha Faye. <laughs> I don't know wh- why, but I did. I like, yeah, that character was just over. Loved Bertha Faye. So. We're going to have the <laughs> <laughs> Ric Flair. We are going to have a matchup with Ric Flair. So now Ric Flair's last match, uh, <clears throat> apparently last match will take place Sunday, July 31st at Nashville's municipal auditorium. This card actually has nine matches on it right now. So we all thought, we all thought, as Astrid puts there in quotations, last match, you never say never in the professional wrestling business. We all thought that we were going to see Ric Flair one on one with some great one. And we're not getting that. We're getting a last match tag. Interesting. So we were actually going to see Ric Flair teaming up with his legitimate son-in-law, Andrade El Idolo, who, yes, is married to Charlotte. 
Yes. Married to Ashley. Ashley Flair. Yes. It, it is legitimate. I've had many people asking me about that. Yes, it is legitimate. They're going to be facing off against longtime wrestler, promoter, and, and current member of the WWE management team, Jeff Jarrett, and AEW Ring of Honors, Jay Lethal. What the shit? I mean, okay. I mean, we have to get a woo off, though, don't we? I mean, that'll be great if we do. But have you? Have you? <laughs> yes, Astrid, <laughs> laugh away, please. I'm serious. What the shit? Like, have you seen some of these, some of these, uh, like, like promos and vignettes that have been going on? Like, I just saw one on 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 the 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 Twitter verse there about uh, Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal beating down uh, uh, Ric Flair, you know, with Ric Flair's wife there, and and you know, like grabbing uh, or uh, sorry, somebody's wife. Somebody there was a female there. There was a woman there, and uh, like. Jeff Jarrett grabs this chick's shoe, high heel, stiletto, and starts like bashing in Ric Flair's face. And of course, it's Ric Flair. We got color. What the shit? Yes, it was it was Jeff Jarrett. Yes, Jeff Jarrett's wife, Karen. That is correct. Astrid says, I thought it was Karen. Yes, it was, it was Karen. Karen Jarrett. I mean, it was Karen. Yes, Karen, Karen Angle. Or Karen Jarrett. That's a whole other discussion. Whole other discussion. So, yeah, like Lethal Lethal confronts Flair at a press conference or after a press conference, attacking him in the parking lot, gets help from Jeff Jarrett and Karen, leaving Flair bloody. And then in a voiceover, Flair then says, this is effing family, as Andrade is introduced as his tag team partner. Are you okay with this being a tag team match for Flair's last match now? If it's the match that makes sure he doesn't die, then yes. Because okay. I'm I think his health is always going to be a concern going into this match. Like it, it has to be. Right. Um we know about heart conditions and pacemakers and all yeah. of this stuff. Like yeah. I just my thing is, like, I just always thought his last match was going to be something with either, like you said, a legend that he, you know, like, if it was Sting, I'd be okay with it, right? Like, mm -hmm. um, they don't have to go fast at all. Um, but at the same time, like, you'd think this is the perfect time for him and his daughter to do um, at least something. Um, but maybe, like, and, and that's that's something I hope that still does happen. Like maybe Charlotte is the one that, you know, negates anything from Karen. Um, right. So, do you, I mean, do you think, do you think the WWE is going to allow Charlotte to be there? I mean, they are in the same city. True. Um, they are letting Jeff Jarrett, who's part yeah. of management. He's the referee in the tag title match at SummerSlam. <laughs> Yeah, we didn't even talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. 
I don't know. Like, and, and that's the thing. Like, I, I, I have a feeling if the final say, like, I, I don't see why not. Like, it's not like it's, you know, it, it's Rick's last match. Like, how, how do you not say, okay. Um, but with that being said, who knows? I mean, this, this business has done some crazy things that made zero sense. And even to this day, we're just like, huh? Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I mean, just, I, I hope as long as Rick's okay with it, I don't, I don't like it. It doesn't bother me, but it just is a little weird when I saw it being not only a tag, but like the collection of people involved. I was like, okay, well, Andrade is like the only thing that makes sense here. Well, I I can, I can kind of see Jay lethal, right? Because of the, uh, the interactions that they've had, especially when they were working TNA. Right. So, I mean, I, I definitely can, can see that um, even, even during this, this, uh, this beatdown video that we saw, like Jay lethal, even grabbing Ric Flair by the back of his head and just screaming in his face. I loved you. I effing loved you. And then like leaving him to lay there powerful. It definitely was powerful. Jeff Jarrett is Jeff Jarrett. I love Jeff Jarrett. I know Zach does not. I get it. You don't have to love Jeff Jarrett. But I do. And I always have. But this is Jeff Jarrett in 2022. This is not (laughs) Jeff Jarrett from 1992. Right? So we're getting a Jeff Jarrett that is 30 years older. That isn't moving as much that really isn't you know an active competitor he can still go don't get me wrong i have seen still throws one of the best punches in the business right definitely does but it's weird that jeff jarrett would be involved with this that's like jay lethal i get andrade i get right because it's family yes right he's going to be there to defend daddy Papa-in-law. I get it. Jeff Jarrett seems like the the odd one out in this. But but like I, I believe what uh, Ricky Steamboat said no. Um, okay, so it, I, that would have been one, a good match. I heard that I was supposed to be the match. Um, I don't know. Like I I don't know. I'm just going off what I thought I heard. But at the same time, like if this was the one where they're like okay like these people aren't saying no and that was maybe the big issue like i don't know like like there could have been a lot of circumstances and situations that were beyond our understanding but true um i don't know it's just it it was random it was like when you play in the video game and you're just gonna you know hit the random button because you don't care who you're facing that 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 seems what happened here it does. I, I'm I'm definitely a little bit upset that we're not actually going to be getting a Ric Flair versus legend nostalgia type of trip going on I mean, here. Jeff Jarrett does use the figure four too, right? That's true. Yeah. And not how so much recently. He's how apropos like would it be if Ric but... Flair tapped out to his own move? Right. But do you really think that they're going to have Flair 
tap out to his last match? So whatever he wants, right? Or you'd hope. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's Ric Flair we're talking about. Yeah, I know. Like it, it, It's so weird because I don't know. Like it, it, It's so... Like, this wouldn't have been the match I would have picked to begin with. Yet, you know, now we're talking about a finish. And who knows if that's going to be the finish we we say at the end. Yeah, that's that's exactly what I would do. I'd probably not. I don't know. We'll see. You're talking about Ric Flair needing to become humble. <sighs> the Iron Sheik isn't around here to break his back and make him humble right now. I have never known Ric Flair to be the actual, like, humble. Like, Ric Flair is Ric Flair. Ric Flair is looking out for Ric Flair. That's the way that I have always seen and the way that I have always heard Ric Flair talked about. See, I I think now that we've kind of talked about it, I think I know why it's a tag match. Okay. I think we know two things Ric Flair probably can't do right now. He can't bump a lot and he probably can't move quick. A tag match makes sense because now we have somebody that can bump and feed, do like do that, you know, heat. Right. For Ric Flair to get that hot tag. You know, like and he he can do it at his own spot. He could be himself. That's what's gonna get the cheers. And he doesn't have to Hey, sometimes those boots aren't easy, all right? I <laughs> It's true. It's no, damn true. Nothing's more annoying oh. than to tie up all of them holes only to see that you missed one. And you're just like, funky butt loving. Yep. And yes, if you're a rookie of the year fan like I am, <laughs> you'll get that reference. Um, but yeah, I mean, so, I mean, obviously he's going to have limitations. I don't think he'll be the same Ric Flair that we've, that we know, but this might give you the best chance to savor that Rick as much as that Ric Flair as he has left. Right. I don't know. Am I still going to watch it? Yeah. <laughs> you damn right. I'm going to, <laughs> um, and I mean, it's actually involving some people that I actually enjoy watching. I enjoy watching Jay lethal. I enjoy, I've always enjoyed Jeff Jarrett again. Sorry, Zach. I'm sorry. Ain't he great? <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, so I'm I'm definitely going to be watching this. I just found it really odd that they decided to go <laughs> with a tag match for it. Oh, You've good. helped me understand a little bit more as to why they probably did, and I'm I, I'm I'm coming around, as they say. I, I know. That I'd like hold myself because I know we have uh, one of those little graphics of when you put your face on something. And I remember that we have, you know, Zach wooing. Oh. And I'm like, oh, I'd put that on. But I'm like, oh, no, it's your show. I, I, I can't be that guy. You should have anyways. I know, but I'm being respectful. I mean, I don't I don't have a, a Jones soda in front of me. To you know, have that saving grace if I irked you again. So I got my blue bubble gum right here. It's all I good. I got more in the fridge. I just didn't want to be that rude guest that you know. Oh, it's been fantastic having you as a guest. 
Well, thank you for it definitely me. has been. And I'm glad that you were able to come by once again. Before we close out here, everything here, tell everybody where they can find you this week. Uh, usually on the other side of my reflection is a great spot. Um, <laughs> uh, that's usually where I'm at. But with that being said, if it's online, you can follow me on Twitter at Chris Parrish. You can follow me on Instagram at Chris Parrish. You can follow me on Twitch at the Chris Parrish, where I am the self-proclaimed non-continental champion. Non-continental means non-content pun on intercontinental but if you also want to stick around and keep watching some great love wrestling content you can just stick around and watch nxt as i'll be joining ed and astrid as we spill the tea everything that's nxt because it's on the background i am watching it i am also doing homework while working because i'm no theory but all day baby as well a true multitasker. What about this weekend? What are you doing this weekend? Well, I, I mean, if you haven't known, if you've lived under a Dwayne Johnson, then you wouldn't know, but you should know Love Wrestling is presenting a 24-hour stream. I mean, you know about this. We're all doing some things, and I believe, Carl, we might be hooking up yet again uh this week so be sure we'll we'll have dearly little... not queerly no 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 i mean it's all platonic and uh professional um and we will try to help lace each other's boots up um the damn holes man damn holes yeah, right. uh but yeah um i don't know if you have the graphic and you want to play it. I, I don't know if you have i it on I, you, I, but... I don't have it i was i was just looking for it yeah but uh, i mean we are doing a 24-hour stream uh a charitable stream where we can go and help, uh, you know, with that whole, the, the whole scandal that is, Ooh, Sunday we're going to switch over to Sunday brunch here for a moment. And, uh, uh, <laughs> Cause it but, should uh, be in here. I am not looking. I'm trying to save the silence. Um, <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Yes. In support of the national networks of abortion funds, make sure you uh, are checking out love wrestling. We're doing a 24 hour stream. Uh, donate uh, donations can be found at tiltified.com slash at love wrestling CA. Uh, yeah. It's starting on the 22nd, which is this Friday going till the 23rd, 8 PM to 8 PM Eastern. I believe I can't read the writing. That's that small right now, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is. 7 PM opening, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, but yeah. So, I mean, also take into account all these times that you're seeing, they are in Eastern. So if anybody are like me, and they're in the West Coast. It ain't your time, people. It's two <laughs> hours. Yeah, you gotta know your time zones because this can really get you. So, uh, ooh. and then that that here we'll play that again. This something special: designing the Love Pro Wrestling Tag Team Titles Sunday from two a.m. to four a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, this is not my show here. Um. Ah, this is my show. Well, there we there go. There we cool. go. Comfort zone. Comfort zone. Ah, yes, comforts. So yeah, make sure that you guys checking that out. 7 p.m. Yeah. Eastern Standard Time on Friday is going to start the 24-hour stream. It is a very good cause. Don't forget to go to that Tiltify that it that is there, and we will make sure that it's being shout out 
probably even something across the bottom with the site there as well. And we're going to be doing it all on Twitch. So even any bits that are given, any I think that anybody that subscribes, any, any funds that come from Twitch during that 24-hour time are all going to be given to this cause. So absolutely fantastic. Before we head out of here, my name is Carl Carafel. Follow me on the socials at TB Talk Pod for this show or on the Twitter at my personal at K Carafel. That is where you can find me. We are going to head out here. Astrid giving her waves. Thank you, Astrid. I will be watching you very shortly as you are uh, joined by a couple of my two favorite people for NXT. I'm going to leave you all with a little bit of a video clip here before I finish out, giving you guys a little bit of a teaser as to something that is coming back. 